Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. at Glasgow, Scotland, Emirates Arena, where a happy crowd should be filing out right about now as the homestanding team pulling off an upset win to make it to the semifinals of the Billie Jean King Cup. Welcome to Tennis Channel Live. We'll take you through all the events and the happenings, both at the BJK Cup, as well as the next-gen ATP Finals happening in Milan, Italy. I'm Rob Simulcare with Jimmy Arias and Vicky Duvall. And Vicky, some drama there at the Billie Jean King Cup. Great Britain, they needed the sweep, and they got it to advance in the semifinals. Yeah, I think Britain played some inspired tennis today, and they knew what was on the line, and it was really impressive. We saw Harriet Dart say that in her encore interview after her match. She saw the performance Heather Watson gave, and she felt like she had to go out there and, and match her and do it for the country. And I don't think Medina Garigas thought she was going to be in this position when she woke up this morning, but really impressive effort for Team Great Britain. That position for her Spanish team is out of yes. this tournament. They <laughs> They've been eliminated. And, Jimmy, you and Brett Haber on the call just now. The crowd was a big factor uh, really getting that British team fired up. Well, you don't often bring a whole brass band to your sporting <laughs> event. But that's what they had. Tubas, trombones playing for the Brits. And 13 in the world against 98 in the world, 70 in the world against 130 in the world. Those lower-ranked players had to win both matches. They did. It got down to the doubles, and actually the Brits were favored in the doubles when you looked at the rankings. Yeah, well, those team events give you that great team atmosphere. We'll get you more on that in a minute, but right now we're going to go to Milan, Italy, where the young guys, 21 and under, playing the next-gen ATP Finals. Again, when you watch these highlights, these are first-to-four sets, and so Brandon Nakashima looking to make the semis in this event for the second straight year. Nakashima didn't play great in his first match against Arnold. He ended up going five sets and winning it, but he's gotten better and better as the tournament has gone on. He's gotten accustomed to these quick courts. And against Pissarra, Pissarra has played very well in the tournament, but isn't able to get through the first set. Goes to a tiebreak. It's Nakashima who wins the tiebreak. He is so good in the important moments. He's so even-keeled, Nakashima. And again, in this match, which didn't have all that much meaning. He was pretty confident he's getting through being 2-0 in the groups. And he still wanted to keep the momentum going, keep the confidence going. And he did exactly that, a straight set win in the end. 4-3, 4-2, 4-1. Got a little better each set. And so the San Diego native flew to the semifinals with a perfect record. He spoke about his second straight trip to the semis in Milan. Last year was a great experience. Um, you know, I had a tough loss in the semifinal, but uh, but no, I'm happy to be back. Uh, I think my level is is uh, definitely improved a lot since uh, that match last year, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to playing again. And so there you see the final standings for that green group. Nakashima, along with Yuri Lahechka, are through to the semifinals. Lahechka. 
two and one. The two Italians knocked out. And so, you know, you got to feel good right now for Brandon Nakashima. There's a great event, good setup for him. And it, it looks wide open. We'll talk about the other semis in a second. But it seems like Nakashima has a shot to win this thing. Yeah, I think so. I think people would have picked Nakashima to be the favorite in that group. He's played this tournament before. He's a great competitor, won that ATP title this year, has a lot of confidence. So it's not a surprise to me that he's where he is in the group. It's funny when you listen to him when he does his interview, he's so calm. He's calm on the court. And even the interview, he said, I'm so happy that I made the semifinals. And it didn't seem like he cared at all. He's so just, there's no pulse. And in this <laughs> scoring system... That's fantastic because every point, every – the most nervous you ever are at the start of a match. So this thing starts. And then also the end of a set. And you're – both of those things are the only two things you're playing. There's no middle in fast four. So it's perfect for him. He's a cool customer indeed, and so he'll bring that cool to the semifinals. Meanwhile, in the other group in Milan, this is basically an elimination match. Lorenzo Musetti taking on Jack Draper. Yeah, and this surprised me. This is the two highest-ranked players in the tournament. They were in the same group because Holger Rune was supposed to be here, pulled out at the last minute. So the second and third seed playing each other. And this was a match to get into the semifinals. Musetti with the home crowd. You thought maybe he'd have a chance. He did not have a chance. Draper was in absolute control. Not missing returns. Defending beautifully, offensive on his own serve. He won the first two sets in a matter of seconds, really. That's one of the things with this fast four format. If you get off to a slow start, you're down quickly. And that's what happened to Musetti. The third set, Musetti got a little bit better, but his arm seemed to be bothering. He liked hitting drop shots a little too casual there. And Draper sort of that blue-collar workman. He ran down every ball, worked hard, and in the end, it was three straight sets for Draper. Surprisingly, he gets through the semifinals. It doesn't surprise me he's in the semifinals, but surprised me how easy that was. And so no Italians get through to the semis. Meanwhile, Dominic Stricker has been playing very well, looking for a spot in the semis himself. Yeah, Stricker has looked really sharp so far in Milano. He's gone undefeated, and his game is sort of perfect for these conditions, isn't it? Big striking, off the ground, being aggressive, coming forward. You see they're putting the ball away. And honestly, for his first time playing in this event, he's looked really impressive out there. He looks really comfortable. And I mean, not to get ahead of myself, but I think we might be looking at the next next gen champ. Ooh, okay, so she likes Stricker, and he likes the way he's playing as he gets through there. So here's a look at that red group. Stricker, 3-0. Perfect getting through. Jack Draper, 2-1, gets through as well. And so that sets up the semifinals that we will see coming up starting tomorrow. And we'll get a look at what those matchups are going to be. Jimmy, a lot of folks don't know Dominic Stricker. What has impressed you about his game so far? Well, I think if the courts were quicker, if they weren't so many slow courts on the tour, you'd know Dominic Stricker already. He's got a nice, nasty lefty serve, which he's using beautifully here. His forehand, he can hit huge if he wants, but he sort of mixes it up. His backhand is one of those flat shovel backhands that he controls really well, but it stays low. And he's played very well in tie breaks. He played his first eight sets here were tie breaks. He won six of them. And he beat Musetti. He beat Draper. He's been impressive so far this week. Vicky, I never like to agree with whoever I'm working with. But he has been the player to beat so far. But Draper played the best match that he's played in the tournament just now. So that, that's going to be a tough one, this call. 
You know, I came into this episode saying today might be the day I disagree with Jimmy, but I'm going to have to agree again. Uh, I mean, normally I am right now, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy hates agreement, but he's going to have to deal with it. Okay, so here comes your schedule for the next-gen semis, and you see what the matchups look like. There we go. We'll see Stricker taking on Lehechka, and that'll be Friday starting at 1 Eastern, and then Brandon Nakashima taking on Jack Draper. And... Thoughts, Jimmy, on these matchups? I mean, I think Vic and I are both going to say after the way we've spoken that Stricker's the favorite in that first semifinal. The second semifinal, we can sort of disagree. Whoever she picks, I'll let her pick. I'll go with the other one. I'm that? saying Nakashima goes through. Okay, so it's Draper. <laughs> so you got a Nakashima matchup in the final against your guy Stricker. Yeah, I think a Nakashima-Stricker final, and I would be really interested to see that. It's a bit of a contrast of game. Nakashima likes to grind. He likes to make his opponents work, and Stricker has that big first-strike tennis, so I think it'll be a really good matchup to see. All right, there's money on the line there, so something for these guys to play for as well. It's, this is, you know, it's not the ATP finals, but this is meaningful. We've seen the guys who have won this have gone on to do big things. They have, no question about it. So you're going to want to have your name on that list. Three of the four winners have been top ten players. All right, well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will start looking ahead to the big ATP finals, the big boys. That's right, they'll be kicking off pretty soon in Torino. Plus, a look at what's going on in Scotland with the Billie Jean King Cup. Back, more TC Live in a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Glasgow, Scotland we go for the Billie Jean King Cup. Former U.S. Open champ Bianca Andreescu leading Canada against Italy. Yeah, DB kicked things off for Team Canada today. She was in a little bit of a battle in the first set, but ultimately she was playing BB tennis. And what is that? She's moving the ball around. She's being aggressive, and that's the kind of tennis that got her to that U.S. Open title a couple years ago. And one thing I really admire about Bibi is her willingness to move forward and be aggressive. You see, she takes time away from her opponents, and she's not scared to come forward. That cheeky reaction there after the overhead smash. But really, she looked really strong out there today, getting that first win for Team Canada. And they're going to be tough to beat. A loaded lineup for the Canadians. Andrescu starts off there, Billie Jean King Cup with a win. Then it's former U.S. Open finalist Layla Fernandez taking on Martina Trevisan. Layla was on cruise control today against lefty Trevisan. And I always find it really interesting when two lefties play each other. I wonder if that's weird for them. But Layla was not messing around today. Everything she touched turned into gold. You see this winner right there. My gosh, she was really saying the ball well today. And the second set, it was more of the same. Trevisan had no answers for Layla. And she really showed no mercy out there, moving the ball around, being aggressive, and spoiler alert, 
Layla handed Trevor's on the double bagel on a nice warm platter to give that one to Team Canada. Love Layla Fernandez in a format like this. She's so emotional, such a kind of a cheerleader. And you see her there giving the high tens to her teammates. There you see the Group A standings. Again, one team will advance from this group to the semifinals. Canada and Switzerland both starting out at 1 and 0. Oh. Jimmy, we go to another group now, and this is the group involving the Czech Republic and Poland. The U.S. squeaked by Poland yesterday, now taking on a tough Czech team. Yeah, and Magna Lynette playing number one singles for Poland. Got Madison Keys yesterday, and she was playing Pliskova. She wasn't the favorite in either of the matches. And she just got even better than yesterday. At least she lost a set to Keys. Didn't lose a set to Pliskova. Wins the first set 6-4. Pliskova not looking all that solid today, especially as that match wore on. Got down in a hurry in the second set at 5-1. Pliskova's been sort of a disappointment this year so far. Had a couple of nice results in the summer, made quarters of the U.S. Open, but it hasn't been a great year for Pliskova. And Lynette played beautifully. Unfortunately for the Polish team, they lost the doubles both times. And, and lost badly both times in doubles. So it's going to come down to Czech Republic and the United States in a matchup tomorrow. That's right. That's right. That will decide the group, and that's going to be a, a big one. Obviously, the U.S. got the win. They needed against Poland yesterday, so this will decide the group, that tie, tomorrow. And looking ahead a little bit to that matchup, what do we think about lineups? We saw the decision that was made late yesterday. Coco Goff did not play singles. She was inserted into the doubles at the end. It came up with the win with Katie McNally. What do you think the U.S. will come out with tomorrow? Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see if Kathy Rinaldi puts Coco in singles. Coco looked really sharp in the doubles yesterday, and we saw Madison Keys was struggling a little bit in her singles, so that might be a factor for Kathy's decision. But I think either way, we can say that this is the toughest matchup in the group. They both have a lot of wins under their belt, Team Czech Republic and Team USA. So this will be really interesting to see how the captains kind of pull this off. The two countries with the most wins in this event, Fed Cup and Billie Jean King, Cup in the same group, and so only one of them will advance to the semifinals. I think we do need to see Coco in the singles. From what we saw yesterday in the singles, Danielle Collins also didn't feel quite herself. She ended up getting through in a third set tie break in her match. Madison lost as well. I think they need Coco. You kind of want to win both singles because the doubles, I know we have a great doubles team, but so does the Czech Republic. They've got number one in the world in Sinekova playing doubles for them. So you don't want it to come down to that doubles point if you can help it. I think we need Coco Golf in singles. Yeah, I expect to see Coco along with probably Danielle Collins in the singles tomorrow. So here's what that schedule looks like tomorrow. Group A starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Switzerland versus Canada. That will be for a spot in the semis. And then the U.S. versus the Czech Republic. That'll start at 11.30 Eastern time. Also an elimination matchup there for the most part as the winner will go on to the semifinals. And you can look again at the history of this event, again, Fed Cup and Billie Jean King Cup, and this has been the U.S.'s territory. 18 all-time championships, but Czech Republic right behind with 11. So kind of a shame these two had to end up in the same group.
Yeah, it's really unfortunate. And these are two very strong teams. I think we're going to see a grueling battle tomorrow. I think one thing that's been really impressive with the Czech Republic is the amount of talent that they have coming out of that country. They're super stacked. There's a lot of great players coming out of there. I don't know what they're doing in the player development, but it's working. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting. And I think for Team USA, they're going to have to come out confident. They're going to have to play much better than they did um, in their previous match. And that's going to be their only chance to get the victory. All right. It'll be a good watch tomorrow, Jimmy. Predictions? Wow. It's tough. I think, I think Coco Golf will be the wild card that gets it done for the U.S. I don't think Pliska would play particularly well. I don't know if she'll get it back tomorrow, but I think that's Coco's the, the wild card, and I think it'll be good enough to get USA the win. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to show you tennis played in a slightly different way. That's right. We're approaching the winter months, a little tennis on ice. Plus, Vicky, she's had some big days in her life, a big win at the U.S. Open. We'll show you another big day for our partner here on TC Live coming up. And welcome back to TC Live and a look ahead at a new event we're going to see in Australia in January. This is the United Cup. This used to be the ATP Cup, but they've actually created a joint men's and women's team event. Here's a look at the groups, the United States in a group with Germany and, again, the Czech Republic. Kind of a theme here with the Billie Jean King Cup. And a look at the U.S. team that they'll bring to this event in Australia. Starts actually at the end of December. We see the women led by Jessie Pagula. She's not playing Billie Jean King Cup, but will play here along with Madison Keys, Alicia Parks, and Desiree Krawcheck. And then on the men's side, it's Taylor Fritz and Francis Tiafo leading things off. So it's... Men's singles number one play, then women's singles number one, men's singles number two against, and, and women's singles number two, and then mixed doubles is what decides the match if we're tied at two all at the end. It's a new format. They used to have something similar to this called the Hopman Cup. They seem to be experimenting with team things. Davis Cup, Fed Cup at one time. It's all branching out. I'm not sure if I like it yet. It's the first year we're going to see it. I do like the mixed format. I'm never crazy about giving ATP and WTA points in an event where sort of not everyone's allowed to play. Mm, yeah. it, it's only a couple of people, and I, I know Riley Opelka was complaining about that last year with the ATP Cup because he missed being the second highest American by one spot. Taylor Fritz was one ahead of him and had the opportunity for points. So I'm not sure how I feel about it, but that's the event starting off the year. Vicky, how, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think it's a really great event. I mean, it's a good opportunity for the players. I think it is unfortunate that not everybody has that opportunity to get points. We know how hard it is to be at the lower level, kind of working your way up for that and making money and stuff like that. So for those who are in it, obviously they're really lucky. But for those who can't compete, it's really unfortunate. All right. Well, look forward to that coming up in December and January. Let's go now to the social net, see what is happening online and Here's something we found on the social net. That's right, Vicki Duvall, our partner here, holding up a college diploma. She graduated earlier this year from the University of Indiana. This is fantastic. I, I know, Vicki, this is a program a lot of tennis players have gone through. Yeah, and I think it's a great opportunity for us. We get a 25% off scholarship, and if you get a C and above, you get another 25% off. So I was able to graduate with no student debt, which nice. is amazing. We love that. Um, but, yeah, I was definitely a pest to all my teachers, and I have no shame about it. I was definitely one of those students where 
if I got a 91% and I didn't understand why, I was in their inbox asking for feedback and, you know, debating my grades. So, yeah, I was a problem, but here we are. <laughs> Talking about debating, I saw you might be debating some more because I saw the LSAT book, preparation book. Ah, you yes. are in the, in the green room there. Are you doing something with a law degree, possibly? I may or may not be trying to be a lawyer. Oh, boy. <laughs> Objection. Guess what the world needs. <laughs> Another lawyer. <laughs> we wish you luck. All the luck with the LSAT. I can give you some tips. I took that once myself. All right, moving on now. Let's take a look at something a little different. Tennis on skates. Jimmy, is this something you ever tried out up in Buffalo, New York, where you grew up? I would think this would better be a place you know for what? it. I had a pond in the back of my house that we could skate on, but we in the neighborhood did not try tennis on that pond. We played hockey. Um, so I would have loved this. This looks like a lot of fun. I don't think I skate well enough now to be able to actually pull it off. But these guys can. Jimmy, would you do a tweener here? I, a tweener I would try to stand up for now because <laughs> I haven't really skated since I was probably 10 years old. So I, you know, at my age, I'm just going to watch these guys and enjoy. I think the matchup I would really want to see with this kind of tennis on ice is uh, Yannick Sinner and Sebi Korda. I think Ooh, they do yeah. a little bit of um, skating and stuff for their off-season training. So that would be kind of interesting if they're watching and they want to give us a bit of a show. <laughs> I'd like to see a tennis player versus a hockey player, Jimmy. Who do you that, think would win? I mean, the hockey player, if he had any tennis skills, <laughs> would probably win. It, it would be. It, it would come down to that, how yeah. well the uh, tennis player skates. Sebi Korda, she's right. He plays some hockey at times when he was a kid, so he might be someone that would beat the hockey player. All right, well, let's look ahead to what we got coming up tomorrow on Tennis Channel. We've talked about it a bit already. The Billie Jean King Cup starts us off at 6 a.m. And then the U.S. in action at 11.30 Eastern. Then we go to Italy for the next-gen finals, and we'll wrap it up with TC Live around 7.30 Eastern time. Back with more TC Live in a minute. Welcome back to TC Live. Lorenzo Musetti didn't get the win, but he got the hot shot of the day. Well, if you can't win, you might as well hit the fanciest shot of the day, and that was a 360 spinning drop volley. And really, the reason this is hot shot of the day, you got to give an assist to his opponent. Draper running so far, sliding ending up on his backside to just make it a little more dramatic. He won the effort award, I he think, did. on that shot. You said he did not get through. He is out. Okay, a look at what we've got coming up in just a little while, the ATP finals. we got groups now. Let's take a look at what we're going to see. The eight men who have qualified for this event in Turin, Italy, starting on Sunday. Rafael Nadal, he is in. He'll lead the green group with Casper Ruud, FAA, and the only American, Taylor Fritz, who qualified. And then the red group led by Stefanos Tsitsipas. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're really happy to see Rafa in the lineup. I would be concerned if he was in Mallorca changing his diapers, but we see he's out there practicing, and he looks great. He's a routine kind of guy, and I think he has a good shot in that group of his. And there's Rafa getting some practice in, so he's looking like he's getting himself ready. And, yes, he probably has been changing some diapers lately, but uh, he's clearly focused on this, playing a little tennis soccer as well, Jimmy. It's good to see him. Of course, we didn't mention on the other side of this is Novak Djokovic, the seventh seed in this event. Look, it's an interesting, the groups are interesting to me. It seems as though Rafa made the draw himself in some ways because <laughs> he's got the, the section of the draw of players that haven't really played before 
in this tournament, haven't won the tournament. Djokovic's group has Djokovic, who's won it many times, Medvedev, who's won it, Sissipas, who's won it, and, you know, Rublev, who's not a bad player, all mm -hmm. in that section of the draw. So Rafa has a little bit easier run, but he's never played well at the year-end championships, hasn't won it. The surface doesn't suit his game. It doesn't, that top spin that he hits sort of sits perfectly for players. So maybe FAA, maybe Taylor Fritz even. That, that group to me is wide open. Well, certainly good to see Nadal just playing in this event. That's a good sign regarding his health and next year. Okay, well, let's look ahead to what we've got coming up tomorrow. Again, Billie Jean King Cup, two big ties, the Switzerland Canada matchup will produce a semifinalist, as will the matchup between the Czech Republic and the United States. Coverage there starts at 6 a.m. Eastern time, and then we'll go to the next-gen ATP finals from Italy. American Brandon Nakashima looking to get through to his first final in this event, and then it'll be Dominic Stricker against Yuri Lehechka. What are you looking forward to, Vicky, tomorrow? Yeah, I'm looking forward to all the matches. Obviously, Stricker, he's been playing so well, and he's undefeated so far in the next-gen final. So I would be interested to see how he does. I do think he's a contender to win this tournament, and I think he's looked really solid out there. And I'm really interested to see Team USA try to get the win against Czech Republic. Yeah, that's what I want to see, to be honest, is Billie Jean King Cup. Yeah. I want to see Coco Golf play singles match and maybe get that done. It's been... An exciting week, and it's just gearing up, really, towards the end to the finals of these events. Team USA looking for their 19th championship in that event, but they're going to have to go through a very tough Czech team. So we look forward to all that tomorrow. But today, the story at the Billie Jean King Cup was the host country, Great Britain, coming up with a huge upset win. They sweep Spain to punch their ticket to the semifinals. We'll have Billie Jean King Cup next-gen finals and a whole lot more coming up tomorrow on Tennis Channel. We'll see you at TC Live tomorrow as well. Until then, enjoy your Tennis Thursday.